So it was like my buddy Casey, and he was always doing shit like, you know, wanting to give it somebody an upper decker or fucking, you know, just horrific Okay, pranks. so for for the uninitiated, explain upper decker. Oh, an upper decker. So whenever you, you know, you have like a toilet, and then there's the part uh, where the water is, the tank, you know, that holds the... Yeah. So anytime you flush, you know, the water comes out of the tank, flushes whatever's in the bowl down the drain. Well, an upper decker is whenever you poop into the uh, the water the, the water, water tank, tank. Yeah. yeah so anytime they flush it's just like you know it's a constant water yeah a constant barrage <laughs> of poo water and it's 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 not a very nice thing to do no <laughs> but, you only do that to people you hate yeah so but we would go to like lots of wild parties this was like Norman Oklahoma in like the 90s the 2000s and there was lots of campus parties and there was lots of kind of student factions you know and uh there was like this frat house that was down the street. So sometimes they would end up showing up at my friend Tara's house, you know, show up to her parties and sometimes they behaved, sometimes they didn't, you know, it was whatever. So this time we were like, fuck it, let's just go down, you know, over to their party. And they wouldn't let us in at first. They're like, no, dude, fuck that. You guys are fucking skeezy as fuck. Look at that dude over there. Doesn't look like he's bathing fucking months. Well, you know, I what hadn't. The fuck? <laughs> so they were standoffish and then they eventually relented, you know, and we were able to go inside the party. But they were so shitty and they were still kind of shitty to us while we were in the party. But we were like, whatever, we're drinking their booze. Yeah. And so, you know, things were going pretty good. We were just chilling. And then some all fucking hell breaks loose. We're like, what the fuck? And there's just like, you know, fucking the sound of like breaking porcelain and fucking like oh, no. doors slamming and fucking shit banging around. We're like, what the fuck? And it's Casey fucking hopping around trying to pull his pants back up because he had fucking broke the tank of the toilet trying to fucking do an upper decker in there and fucking like water got everywhere and it was fucking oh, just... God. So we're getting kicked out. Like all of us are getting kicked out. There was like, we were like, 20 deep, you know, at this fucking yeah. party. And he's gathering all of us. You guys need to get the fuck out. And Casey's just fucking laughing the whole fucking time. It's Man, like, I've... I've peed in a lot of places that weren't actual toilets, but I don't think I've pooped in a lot of places that... Well, and unless we're talking about, like, pooping your pants. <laughs> I mean, we've all had some Because I've some definitely pooped my pants before. Yeah, I don't... I can't really recall one of any great notes for myself recently. Your mom was telling me about that time you shot yourself at the liquor store. <laughs> was it of note? All that happened was I got out of the car and I took a step and it was like, bloop. <laughs> and then my mom was like, what did you do? I just kind of made a face and she just knew. So I had to like sh do that straight legged robot walk all into the liquor store and go to the bathroom to fuck it. it luckily... It wasn't that big of a deal because it didn't escape the butt cheeks. So, and she was like, she was mad at you because like she, she thought you were just off in some other aisle when you were actually like dealing with poopy pants. Yeah, she thought I was just dicking around in the beer aisle, just taking taking my time, you know. And, and to be fair, I did dick around in the beer aisle a lot back in those days. I mean, I'm before I quit drinking, I know that you've witnessed me dicking around in the beer aisle. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she just thought that I was being picky in particular, but you know, I just pooped. On myself, so sounds very uneventful, you know. I watched an old man poop himself at the Love's truck stop once. Aww. It kind of just ran down his leg. Poor guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, not that I haven't had my own embarrassing oh, no. incidents with poop. Like there was that one time. Uh, 
<sighs> I was laying in my mom's bed, <laughs> no. talking on the phone to this guy that I liked, and I thought I had to fart, and it wasn't a fart, Ooh. and I pooped myself. And I pooped my mom's bed. Oh. <laughs> but we were like, we were in the thick of it, you know? We were like getting hot and heavy. And like, I had to basically, I didn't want him to know what happened. So I basically had to keep like doing the the sexy talk with them, you know? It was basically oh phone sex at that point. So I was like doing the sexy talk, talk like, oh yeah, baby, tell me how big it is or what the fuck ever, while like cleaning up smears of poop oh, from my mom's God. bed and from my <laughs> the skirt I was wearing. Yeah, not oh. not my finest hour. My name is Sabrina, and my favorite tweet so far about the Haruba show was from Tim Sumo when he said, What will he be in May? Sexy Wake, Kiribayami, or Oh Sexy, Kiribayami? <laughs> oh Sexy. <laughs> my name is Matt, and my favorite tweet of the Haruba show so far has been from Zenpai, who is at SmartAssSumo. It's been a tough basho for a lot of my favorite guys, but it's been an abysmal basho for Dudin, and that makes it a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Dudin. And, and this, this is Sumo Punks. punks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the last week of the basho uh, ended up uh, taking a bit of a left turn. Very much. <laughs> So from the first week of the tournament, it seemed like everything was going to continue down a certain trend, down a certain path. Nope. Down Not a a kind of small in stature, pit bullish trend, <laughs> you could say. That did not happen, and the result was fucking wild. I hate to keep bringing it up, but it's like that fucking Basho that Abby won. Yeah. Like, nobody expected the winner of this Basho to win this Basho. Yeah. But that's what happened. <laughs> because first it looked like it was going to be a Midori Fuji, and then after a while it looked like it was going to be a Daisho. And then, well, you're just going to have to listen to the rest of the episode, because we sat down with JJ and Christina from Home. Honu Sumo Club in San Diego to discuss this very interesting last week of the Basho. We're going to actually talk about some of the upcoming events first, and then we're going to get into our Basho discuss... Discussin? Discussin. We're going to get into that Basho discussin. <laughs> so what's the next upcoming event? All right. April 1st, Dark Circle Sumo Club is hosting a demonstration near Austin and Hutto, Texas. Hutto. Hutto. At the Asian World Night Market. I think they said that's going to be from 4 to 10 p.m. at the Brushy Creek Amphitheater. 
Brushy Creek sounds like a, a certain obscure meme about a bat. That, oh, God. Uh, brushy bat. <laughs> that I remember from like 2008 brushy, or brushy. some shit. <laughs> I used to refer to my brother as the brushy bat. Aw, that's kind of cute though. Aww. But anyway, word around the campfire is that a couple of uh, folks from Dallas Sumo Club may be haunting the... Uh, you know, the Asian world night market with Dark Circle Sumo, so... We're not going to be at that because we're going to Oklahoma for the Medieval Fair. Yeah, we're going to Norman, Oklahoma to the Medieval Fair. It's the largest free fair in the nation. And it's not just medieval shit. Like, everybody comes out of the woodwork in this shit. So if you're looking for upcoming events that aren't sumo-themed... Yeah, (laughs) the Medieval Fair in Norman, Oklahoma. There's furries, there's juggalos, there's freaking... Star Trek dudes, and then there's all of those things existed in medieval times, yeah. But I, oh, yeah, and cosplayers, there's like anime cosplayers that show up to those too. Matt's gonna dress up as a barbarian, I'm gonna be a very sexy barbarian, I'm gonna be a necromancer. But speaking of uh, whatever the hell we were just talking about, April 28th and 29th will be the Roller Town Showdown. First, on April 28th, will be the pre-tournament sumo training session with former Komusubi Gagamaru. He was supposed to come last year, didn't end up coming last year. That was for the Consulates Cup, right? Uh, uh, yeah, sometime yeah, around yeah. the Consulates Cup. There were some visa issues, but he's finally gotten that squared away, and he's going to be teaching you how to do sumo like the pros. That's going to be freaking cool. Roller Town Beer Works will also be officially releasing their newest beer. Might be sumo-themed. I don't really know the details on that. We'll just have to see. Still, beer. New beer is even better. Then on April 29th, the official Roller Town Showdown Sumo Tournament at Roller Town Beer Works in Selena, 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 Texas. People are coming from all over the country for this event. It's going to be fucking phenomenal. It's really, there's going to be taiko drummers. There's going to be like food. They're all really kinds going of food. all out for this. Yeah, seriously. All kinds of different food vendors. Uh, I think it's, there's, oh, the live stream. They're putting a lot of resources into the live stream to make yes. it fucking fantastic. So. Well, the uh, the guys who own the brewery are a couple of radio DJs. Oh, Ben and Skin. Yes. Yeah, so they know how to audio. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a lot better than we do. Fuck it. We're, we're DIY though, damn it. We're still DIY doing the thing. DIY till we die. <laughs> But um, I am really fucking excited about Roller Town. So if you are interested in competing or in just showing up, you definitely should. If you're listening to this anywhere near driving distance in DFW, you have to go. You just have to go. It's going to be yeah. fucking cool. Selena, Texas. Selina? Selena? Selena, Selena. Selena, Texas is only a little bit north of... Uh, like Prosper. Yeah. A little yeah. bit north of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. It, it took like what? It was 40, like a 45-minute drive. Yeah, 45 minutes. Last year. Yep. All right. May 20th is the U.S. Sumo Open in Long Beach, California. This is one of the big tournaments. One of the big ones. And they, I think they're still having it at that uh, that pyramid. The same pyramid they always have it at. But yeah, that's it's the U.S. Sumo Open doing U.S. Sumo Open things. That's the one of the big ones. I think the first time that we watched the U.S. Sumo Open, uh, do you remember Brody? He was Canadian, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Brody. Uh, I can't remember his last name to save my it's like life. Henderson, I think. Something. He ended up winning that year. Yeah. Didn't he? 
And then he went pro and he was part of the same batch of newcomers as Kiribayama. I know. I saw that picture. I can't remember who posted it. I think it was, oh, it was Inside Sport Japan oh, on Twitter posted the picture as Brody just doing Sankyo and his Kesho Mawashi right next to Kiribayama. Oh. And Brody's got that big old kind of curly mop and Kiribayama's got his hair all slick back. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the upcoming events we have for you for right now. Of course, if you want to know about other upcoming events, you can always go to sumo411.com. But now, let's go ahead and get into the last week of this Basho with JJ and Christina of Honu Sumo. Oh, that oh, is awesome! I love your <laughs> it's Totoro versus Godzilla. Like how they put a Mawashi on Godzilla. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the tell. Exactly. The end, like hmm. it's a gross. Like, like, did it split? <laughs> or does he just put it to one side? <laughs> <laughs> What if he uses the tail as a mawashi? He just like wraps it. No, maybe it's not long enough. Never mind. Nah. <laughs> anyway, we have we have JJ and Christina here with us from Honu Sumo Club out in California. They are here to help us review the last week of the Haruba show, day eight through fifteen. And you guys haven't even seen the last day yet, have you? We have not. Mm-mm. So oh. it's going to be a surprise. Oh. It's- <laughs> Should we just go ahead and just, let's just spoil on it. We're just going to rip the Band-Aid off real quick. No, 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 no. Let's, let's, let's make it simmer. Let's simmer. make it simmer. Okay. Oh, okay. So we're going to keep it all. <laughs> so first, I kind of wanted to go over what's been going on in Jurio. Of course, we had the two new guys in Jurio, Tomashoho and OTI. Matt's new son, (laughs) (laughs) and a uh, a prodigy of uh, Hakuho. So from he's from Miyagi No Stable. Um, It's Jurio's basically just been Ichi Nojo's personal slaughterhouse. This Basho, though, since uh, he was bumped down to Jurio after sitting out the last tournament. So besides that. you know, there were some interesting things that happened in Jurio. The one loss that Ichinocho got was actually against Gonoyama. Gonoyama did pretty good for himself. I think he ended up in like a third place position. Something like that. Something like that. And then everybody's favorite Georgian, Tochinoshin. Yes. Uh, Unfortunately, has not been doing so well. <laughs> no. Oh, no. He, he ended up with a 5 and 10 at the end of this boss show. He had a good match against uh, Inho, though. Oh, yeah. 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 That, was a, that was a fantastic match where he was like, I'm here. Let's go. And it's like, oh, my God, is he back? Is, is he back? Like, <laughs> back? He like sho- is that where you shoved Inho and Inho was kind of stuck in like a crab position for a second? Yes. He <laughs> <laughs> did was like just like a crab. He's like, ha, claw. <laughs> I think okay. some of the most memorable matches of Tochinoshin have been with Inho, <laughs> especially where the ones the ones where he just like picks him up like he's a toddler and like you know just gently like places him outside of the ring. <laughs> like, <laughs> with so much care. Yeah. And that face Inho's making, he just looks like no, no, quit it, put me down. 
Like he's just throwing a massive fit in the middle of the fucking Walmart parking lot. You know, like a toddler. (laughs) It also looked like Tokenoshin really messed up his shoulder. Yeah. Yes. I noticed that. That looks painful. It looked really bad. I think that's kind of why he was, you know, not really feeling himself this tournament. Yeah, Yeah, that was in the, um, was that the last Basho or the Basho before? That was was, a January one. Yeah, it was January. Where he fucked up his shoulder. But yeah, that's where it was kind of all downhill for him. And I'm thinking he's maybe going to end up going the same way. Sorry, I have to burp. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, is she going to start oh crying? Oh my God, the emotion. <laughs> I'm so emotional about the <laughs> No, I was going to say maybe he's going to end up going the same way that Kaisei did mm-hmm. when he got bumped down to Jurio. He stayed there for a little while and then decided, you know what? Now might be a good time to retire. Toach has actually been building like mansions and shit out in, in Georgia. So maybe he's got some big stuff on the horizon. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe he's just trying to get a couple more Bashos under his belt uh, before he walks off into the Georgian sunset. No, <laughs> he's, he's a Japanese citizen now, right? Yeah, he is a citizen. Oh, so he, he has that option. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe he's he's got like multiple, multiple uh, pots re- on the back burners that he's gonna be dipping into once he retires. He'll probably it's have very hakoho of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 thinking that life as an oyakate, he'll probably have a little bit more time to travel, and since he doesn't have to, you know, train every single day, you know, like he did being an active rikishi. Especially if he's just like, you know, if he's just doing the things that they make, like, you know, the Oyakatas, or, you know, just the, the elders. Once you get elder stock and you actually retire, they make you do things like work security at the Kokugikan. <laughs> so that's going to be great to see Tochin Ocean wearing that, you know, winning that windbreaker, you know, just like. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that they did that when I first started following Sumo until Kakuryu retired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then just to see him in his little blue, like, security. jacket. And it's just so cute. And then when Hakuho retired, seeing him don the security jacket. And then they're just there together, like, we're the security guys, you know? <laughs> it's It definitely kind of shows, you know, how much ranking really matters, you know, because when you're Yokozuna, you're at the top of the world and, you know, you have all this, like, ad- adoration and. But whenever you retire, it's like you have to, you're still within the Sumo Association. It's like you're starting at the very bottom rung of yet another hierarchy that you got to climb. Right. And so uh, he went from being, you know, top dog Yokozuna to work at security at the Koku Geekon, but he's got to work his way up. I mean, if I needed to hire security guys, <laughs> a bunch of former Yokozuna would be my choice. Right. <laughs> Even just former Maigashira. We saw John Wick whenever Yama was. <laughs> so hard to put down <laughs> <laughs> that was that was as crazy as battle in that movie in uh, john wick three two two so many two. bullets Were they two? Like, it was two. and was then two. he still tries to get up <laughs> <laughs> he put a bullet in his head and he's like well <laughs> but um security goals yes <laughs> yes exactly but i did want to talk a little bit about how matt's new son oti has been doing 
So we started off on day eight in Jurio with Ochi kicking Shimanaumi in the shin like a bratty nine-year-old that just got caught stealing cigarettes out of the console of his stepdad's Ford F-150. I the <laughs> <laughs> He didn't win his bout against Asanoyama, but when he went up against Asanoyama, uh, he did do fairly well. I don't think anybody's going to judge him for not winning against Asanoyama because wasn't Asanoyama like... He was an Ozeki. Well, yes, but he was also the, uh, what's the word? Junior show, junior show winner. He was second mm. place, basically, for this ball show. Yeah, so. Ichi Nojo just kind of just dominated everybody. And just He looked like he was just out to take everybody's lunch money this whole ball show. He wants oh, to yeah. back up. He's like, I'm going to make sure you guys know I don't belong here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Exactly. So I hope that for Ichi Nojo, this is a sign that he's trying to get his shit together again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know? And then hopefully whatever else is going on in his life, he can get all that smoothed over. I guess he's... Uh, oh, there's that burp. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I guess he's um, he's been talking with his Oyakata more cordially lately, and they're back on better terms. So, um, I mean, I wish him well, you know? I really hope that he can get his life turned around and uh, hopefully one day win another Makuchi show. Yeah, and go to rehab. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe that too. <laughs> but um, as far as the, the two new guys that we had, Thomas Shoho ended up with uh, eight wins and seven losses. So not bad. Yeah. You know, he got his kachi koshi. And then OTI ended up with 10 wins and five losses. Double wow. digit wins. Wow. Pretty damn good for your first time in Jurio. Yeah, I think... You know, Ochi would have been better if like he didn't like do what he did to that left arm. Like I don't, I can't remember who who he was fighting, but that left arm just he just stood up and was just holding it. It was just like, ah. yeah, he looked pretty pain. It, it just didn't have like the the range and the strength that it did. And, like you know, it, it, his score suffered for it. I was I was hoping that he would have taken the uh, the Jurio Yu show. I don't know with guys like Ichi Nojo and Asanoyama in there. That's I mean. He still ended up tying for third place with Godoyama, which was the only Jurio man to beat Ichinojo. I think that might have been like a slight little bit of dumb luck on Godoyama's part. <laughs> Just a little bit. No, I mean, I'm not under undermining his skill or anything like that, but Ichinojo was out for he's a, blood. He's a tough guy, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But what I really liked was uh, Ochi's bout with Ichinojo because he did that little Nico Damashi, you know, where he like clapped in his face. So he like clapped in his face and tried to like go to the side. And Ichinojo's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> slapped him around and, you know, kind of like got, he, he got Ichinojo to the edge of the Tawar. It looked like all he had to do was just drive, but he just flopped him down. Just bloop. Every time we've discussed that bout since then, I refer to it as trying to clap Ichinojo's cheek. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that amuses me to no end. But it's funny, I can't believe he did that, just that little clap. And then just, when I it works, it works. When it doesn't. Yes. Yes. It's like, I, I wonder if Hakuho put him up to that. He's like, come on, just do that to Ichinojo. He'll think it's hilarious. And then he did it. And just, you know, Hakuho's over there like, hee hee hee, did you see that? I told him to do that. <laughs> 
I can I can see it. I can imagine Akuho being one of those kinds well, of fucking. What's funny is like they had that whole video where like they're all eating dinner in Miyagino stable, and uh, they were getting Ochi to do his Hakuho impression. Dude is the best. It is the best. But Hakuho was laughing though. You know he was like, oh my, yeah, because it really does sound exactly like him. Exactly like him. The but words, it, everything, the mannerisms. <laughs> But I bet he was just like, man, he made funny me on TV. That's it. Do the Nico Damashino. <laughs> Revenge. The secret voluntold technique, too. You don't have a choice. Just do it. Okay. <laughs> so when it comes to Jurio, did you guys have any particular Rishi you wanted to highlight or any thoughts on that? Uh, Jurio was, um, I watched a little bit, but I'm always at Inho. I'm there for Inho all day. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm watching all of his matches. Um, I'm kind of sprinkling through, trying to see if I see anybody that I'm falling in love with. But it's it's the Inho show for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of what it is for me. And then it's Inho and Atami Fuji because he he's one of mm -hmm. my sons. And he didn't do terrible. What did he get? An eight and a seven? Eight and seven? I think it was something like that, yeah, or maybe so, a nine and six, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah he kind of he he broke even, but you know, Kachikoshi at least. So you know, I'm I'm proud of my boy, but my other son Ochi, very proud of him too. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I I like to watch for my sons and for Enho, and then like and then whenever the uh, oh. upper level guys were in there, it's just it's kind of like oh my god, it, this is just going to be a slaughter. <laughs> But those... Yeah, like I was really excited to see uh, Tokunoshin in there, and I was like, "Okay, let's let's go, Tokunoshin. You're coming back. You got this." And I thought he would do better than he did. I was disappointed, which yeah. kind of you know, like we've all been talking about the retirement of Tokunoshin for oh, God for three years yeah. since he fell from Yeah, right. And then you see like sparks of hope, and then right back down, and you're like, "All right, this is it. This is it." Um, which in Jirio, it's it's time. It's time. <laughs> yeah, old Uncle Toach just needs to be put out to pasture. Oh, his sumo just Yo, got a flat tire. He still looks great. He's walking around with that with that six pack Shakur. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Trapzilla, Quadzilla. He's 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 the real Godzilla. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on down to Makuuchi, or move on up to Makuuchi, I guess, since it's the top division. It's, it's lateral. Or no, not lateral. It's like a ladder. Sorry, wrong word. It's <laughs> ladder-ish. It's, it's ladder-ish, <laughs> not ladder. <laughs> it's a ladder. <laughs> it's ladder-esque. Yes. It's so. Oh No Show ended up pulling out on day nine, and I have no idea why. Oh, I think he like hurt his knee or something like that. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was definitely an injury. I think they have they put that on like the JSA website. Do we want to look it up real quick? Or? We can look it up real quick. Let's see. JSA, JSA. So we're just gonna leave it as being an absolute mystery because <laughs> we just I'm, took a minute to look it up and nobody can find it. So I'm, I'm, fuck it. It I'm, must not have been important. I'm pretty sure it was an injury. Probably, probably, in injury. probably an injury. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So of course we had some new guys in Makuuchi this boss show as well, including yes. Bu Shozan, 
Hokuseiho and Kin Bozon. And these guys have really been killing it. Well, okay, except for Bushozon. He didn't really do that yeah. well. Yeah, uh-uh. <laughs> was struggling. Hokuseiho, he, he started off strong and then burnt out. Yeah. Still, that dude is a fucking tower of power. I was excited every time I saw him on the doyo. His legs are as long as I am. Yeah. Seriously. He's, he's like a, a tree inch. He's a tree. He's freaking Groot. Or no, not, not Groot. He's that, uh, you know, on Lord of the Rings, the Ents, you know, the big... Oh, yeah, the, the tree. He is. He's yeah. just like a huge tree. He's tree beard, except like, well, he's tree mage, whatever. He's got but, a little beard. He's got a little, little scrub. <laughs> I saw some of the interviews. He's growing a little in. <laughs> Sabrina is just madly in love with his eyebrows. She oh, just yes. thinks he has yes. the most sculpted eyebrows. <laughs> oh, they're, they're dolled up. They're dolled up. I didn't look at his eyebrows. I have to go back. And have to <laughs> yes. Yes. Go back and look at his eyebrows because they are beautiful. <laughs> I would. I was. Oh, no. You go ahead. I uh, his tachi eye is a little off, though. Yeah. Right, he kind of stands right up because he's so big. I he knows he can kind of take that hit, but immediately from there he kind of makes up the space. But man, like once he figures out his tachi eye in this division, it's going to be amazing. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, he definitely uses his size to his advantage. You can't do that all the time in Makuchi though. Mm-hmm. You know? So he's going to need to work on that tachi eye. But otherwise, he was kind of killing it in Makuchi. Uh, he had a bit of a struggle on day eight against Kotoeko, oh. who absolutely refused to go quietly into the night. Like it almost looked like Kotoeko had him for a moment, but. It was kind of like watching a cocker spaniel try to hump a Great Dane. <laughs> Just couldn't quite get it, you know. And then Hokuseiho, using his inch-like height to his advantage, grabbed the back of Kotoeko's Mawashi with both hands to claim his victory by Hari Manage. Hari Manage? Hari, Hari Manage. Manage. Yes, I had it written down. I still can't pronounce it right. <laughs> uh, monogamous, got it. Yes, hey, yes. yes. <laughs> but uh, Koto Echo looked pretty dejected after that. I think he put up a, a good fight against the he mountain looked, that is He looked Hokuseho. mad, like seriously, because Hokuse- he, he almost had Hokuseho over the Tawara, and then he just lifted him up, you know, by the back of his Mawashi and yeah, flopped him with over. both hands. Both hands. Both hands on the back of the Mawashi, both facing each other, and he just reaches over Koto Echo. <laughs> yeah, and when and like- Koto Echo did super, super well this whole Basho, like, I mean, you know, for his record, but man, he was in fine form, good uh, doho, uh, like spatial awareness. Yeah. Every time you thought he was out, he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that, that's exactly what I was about to say is like he, he was he just had such beautiful form and he was you know just doing good sumo and then just you know to have Hokuseiho just flop him up he looked insulted yeah. <laughs> really well I mean you got to think of it right he's like the rookie right you get the rookie that comes in you're like I'm gonna show him what's up yeah and then you get basically wedgied out <laughs> Like, like you only exactly. you can, like I can only do that to a child, <laughs> right? He treated him like a child, which is wild. 
And and that and you know what Hokusaiho is like what 20, 19, 20, something like that. Yeah, he's pretty young, but he's, he's also like six foot eight. Oh, he's twenty one. <laughs> I think he's twenty one. Oh, yeah. If if a twenty one year old did me like that, I, I think I'd feel the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Then on uh, the last day of the Ba show, uh, we got to see Hokusaiho go up against Ichi Yamamoto, who Ooh. decided he just wanted to aggressively hug Hokusaiho for almost three whole minutes. And <laughs> uh, so he grew tired of Ichi Yamamoto's diminutive affections and just Yori carried him out. <laughs> That's exactly where I. I was trying to watch day 15. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get it done. And I stopped in the middle of that, which was like, well, I don't know, the second minute mark somewhere in there. So I apparently I got a whole nother minute left. <laughs> yeah, after the first like minute and a half, you're like, okay, this is taking too long. Fast forward, fast forward, fast. I literally did that when I was watching it on YouTube. I just kept fast forwarding it like eight or nine times. And then I went back and tracked it. And I was like, oh, damn, this really was almost three minutes that they were just standing there. <laughs> No Manui, no restart, just, oh my God. I know. <laughs> so another one of the favorites in Makauchi, Takiyasu. Uh, he did yeah. fine. Um, I think maybe he's taking a little bit of time to reorient himself. He's not He's not going for that. Uh, he's not going for that push for the Yusha win as much now that he's had such a bad 2022. But um, he did have some interesting bouts. Day eight, uh, when he went up against Hirata Umi. Oh, that one. That was an interesting one. So the Gyoji gave the win to Hirata Umi, uh, but it kind of seemed like everyone was expecting a Monoe on that yeah. one. But the Shimpans just had their butts planted in their Zabutan pillows. They refused to move. They didn't think there was anything wrong. I think even Takayasu kind of thought, like, he was like, what the what the hell, man? Yeah. Yeah, if you watch the replay, it did show that maybe the top of Hiradumi's foot touched the ground. That wasn't a maybe. Before Takayasu's did. did. You think it did? That was a did. Hiradumi's, man, because by the look on both Hiradumi and Takayasu's faces, they were like, what the fuck? Exactly. Yeah, Takayasu got robbed. I mean, I like Hiradumi, don't get me wrong. I like him too. That was supposed to be Takayasu's. Yeah, it's it's always funny when the cameraman sees what all the judges and the Gyoji do not see. Exactly. (laughs) They have a box up there, you know, of people that like have like all of the monitors and all of the replay stuff. They can see all of that and they like radio to the Shimpan. I don't know if they radio to the Gyoji. I think they just radio the Mm. Shimpans. And so they're like, yeah, but they did. I guess maybe they were taking the leak. Just didn't see that one at that time. So, I mean. I heard they had well, stopped doing that, though. I don't know. Is? Go ahead. Uh, I, I think they're still doing it. We were talking about it, uh, me, Menken, and Christina, and there's. I think they're still doing it, but sometimes <laughs> people just get stuck seeing whatever they want to see. Um, I, You know, coming from judo and stuff like that. You're like, oh, that's a neat bonus. Like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, emotions and whatever kind of blind you. Yeah. I could accept that. Yeah, that can happen sometimes. Oh my god, do I have to burp again? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Let it rip. <laughs> no, but but before I let out my next belch, I did want to mention that uh Takiyasu did end up winning against Hoshoryu on day fifteen with a yes! nice Uwatanage. 
Oh, I'm pretty yeah. proud of him for that. It felt good because Takayasu was like, when like day nine, right? He had that loss, and then I was like, okay, Takayasu, when are you gonna when are you gonna bring it for me and mom? Okay, because <laughs> because like I'm here for mom. <laughs> I love Takayasu's mom. Oh, I love it. I, love and I was like, <laughs> and then JJ would show me her Instagram. She's in the crowd. I'm like, come on, Takayasu, bring it home. Yeah. And seeing him, so seeing him on what is it? Uh, so first off, like I didn't want to even talk about. When he lost on day 10, I was like, no, it's whatever. No. And then, but then when he started to to win like uh like day, you know, day 14, and and but even when he like lost a few times, um, I was wondering why uh who did he go against? His like face was bleeding. Oh what was it? Uh is it Dai Isho? You said day 14? No, um, on uh, when he lost on day eleven. Day eleven. Uh, Daisho, yeah, Daisho, who also had been killing it in this boss show, but yeah, yeah. Daisho's face was bleeding, and I was like, "That's what you get." But like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, because Tayasu is me and JJ's son, so son. it was a previous marriage. It was it meant nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it meant everything because you birthed Tayasu, and uh, I share custody now with his real mom. No, he did oh. end up with double digit wins at the end of the boss show. He was 10 and 5, so okay. he did okay. And speaking of Hoshoryu, we had some interesting stuff happening with him as well. Day 9, he went up against Toby Zaru. And this is really why I love to laugh at the anti Hinka people. Mm -hmm. because uh, this was the perfect example of how to counter a hinka by simply knowing what the fuck you're doing <laughs> <laughs> so Toby Zaru steps to the side off the tachiai but Hoshoryu just spins around and slaps his monkey ass down and that's all there was to it you can't hinka Hoshoryu he has all sorts of counter moves for that shit but you know, some people aren't aren't as cool as Hoshoryu, so they 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 just want to say, well, you should get rid of the Hinka. No, this is no. why this is why I like it. Yeah, Hoshoryu, like he's just an agile dude, and I love how just like grapple happy he is. Oh, you yeah. know, just yeah. yeah. When he's when he's in the flow, he's just sliding on the clay, just like a figure yeah. skater. You're like, yeah. oh, here we go. Slides in, and he's like, "I think I'm going to hinka your hinka." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it, though. I I noticed that myself. I just never was able to put it into words before. But that is a very apt description. It's like he's a figure skater. He's just elegantly gliding across the dojo, and he has like all of these very elegant movements. And now I'm thinking of him in the leotard with skates <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> in a shiko just spinning yes yes in the shiko position just spinning oh my god i have to draw that now i, I, I was gonna say oh my god that. i used to my, my grandma had like this little you know little music box you know you open the box it's a little ballerina spinning oh my god one of those i want to get one where it's just like a freakish just a really high shiko just like 
Oh my god! Oh my god! It was sell out because, like, especially if folks see see what he did on day eleven when he was going with um with Endo. Yeah. Like, yes. Like, that was that was it was like watching you know when you would be like in science class and they told you bring the two two liters and yeah tape it and, and it, it makes the water it. tornado yeah <laughs> and I was like oh my gosh that is what oh you oh sure real. That's what that's what he's doing to, to Endo right now. It was just like <laughs> and I liked uh, his Tachi eye too. My dad oh, like, yeah. Hell yeah. He like left across and <laughs> I'm always here for a wild ass Tachi eye. Always. Fuck yeah, dude's fast. Um, also, a, a good one was day 14 when he went up against Wakamoto Haru and mm-hmm. just executed the most beautiful Uwatanage. And that goes back to what I was saying about just those graceful movements. It's like, this is the Uwatanage that you want to show in like the the college course on Uwatanage, you know? <laughs> It's the kind that JJ would put on one of these. Whoa, what is that? <laughs> we don't know where we got it from. I don't know where I got it from. I think yes. I got it from Dallas. Is that just a <laughs> poster with all, all the list of Camarte? Yes. yes. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's awesome. We're going to have to find one of those. And then it folds up so you can kind of carry it around so you can act like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like, well, actually, <laughs> perfect. Just perfect. <laughs> All right. Who do we got next here? Oh, speaking of Wakamoto Haru, if it weren't for Hoshoryu, honestly, I think that maybe he could have been in the running for the U show. But mm-hmm. day 14, Hoshoryu just kind of throws some salt in his game. Um, as it stood, though, he still ended up uh, tying with Ken Bozon for third place. Mm. Wakamoto Haru was another one of those that was just killing it this ball show. Um, I didn't get too much more information on him because there, until closer to the end, I was more focused on people like Midori Fuji and Dai right. and yes. like that. But Midori Fuji was my favorite as well. Like <laughs> Green Mountain. Like just the way even like I don't know. The camera was like, we're going to give you what you want, Christina. And whenever he was like, walk off the dope, y'all, off the clay and everything, he would just be so, like, just, I, I did what I did inside. Uh, but yeah, I like I liked him a lot. He like, did look mighty chuffed with himself, you know. Yeah, after after did, all those if, wins, he's like, "If you go like, what would you go ten and zero? Right? You went ten and zero before that loss, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you go that far in, yeah. uh, you're feeling like a big boy, especially if you're a little boy with the oh, yeah. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to talk more about Midori Fuji, but uh, one thing that I did want to mention before we get into that, uh, because it kind of ties into how this Basho ended, was Wakataka Kage Uh-oh. pulling out on day 14. He had a 7-7, seven and seven, seven wins, seven losses. So it could have gone either way for him. But um, his... Um, yeah, it's HBO, right? Yes, I think it was his something with his li- ligaments or bones or s- some gross shit in your leg, you know. Oh, the cruciate <laughs> ligament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, it was the ACL, which is a big one. That's that's the major one that keeps your knee together. 
Yeah. Um, that's the one that like you're going to need to really spend the time PTing. Um, and even if it's a partial tear, usually recommended for surgery. Yeah. The LCL and the MCL. Yeah. I saw that they had mentioned he would need at least like three months of recovery, something like that. Oh, so man. I'm wondering, is he going to have to pull out of the next boss show? Oh, like what's going to end up happening with him? Honestly, he wasn't doing too well to begin with, but after that, um, I guess it was when he went up against uh, Kotonowaka yeah. that that happened, right? So after that bout with Kotonowaka, it was just, I can understand why he decided to pull out. You don't want to keep fighting on an injury like that. Yeah, they sh they showed it in slow motion. His knee buckling sideways oh. on the fall, and you they uh we're, we're we were watching it um we watched it like three times over in black and white we're like what is going on here and yeah. they like zoomed in and oh my god it's it's a it's a terrible injury but you know when you're a professional athlete you're allowed that time to you know have that be your eight to 12 hours of work is recovery mm -hmm. so he's going to be doing a lot of pt and i think he'll be back faster than we'll than we think but i don't know if he's going to make it for the next boss show yeah. yeah i wouldn't be surprised at all and the thing with pro sumo is if you do end up missing a boss show that does have a serious effect on your place in the rankings well, so what i think would happen is he'll drop down to uh komasubi you know like for next tournament so let's say you know he pulls out of the may tournament i think they'll just drop him to komasubi and then like since he didn't participate then he'll go back into the maigashira ranks you know by the yeah. time he does come back which would be Let's see, May, June, July, July. Oh, that's, is that Nagoya? That's Nagoya. July, yeah, that's Nagoya. Ooh. Yeah. It's gonna be so humid, but he's gonna be ready. I like Nagoya, because <laughs> wacky ass shit always ends up happening the in Nagoya. The wackiest, the wackiest. <laughs> Who knows, maybe he'll come back and win the U show in Nagoya. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see something like that. But yes, back to Midori Fuji. Midori yeah. Fuji, holy shit. <laughs> uh, just, Slaying motherfuckers <laughs> left and right yes. throughout left this right. like the whole two thirds of the boss show, he got ten straight wins from day one to day ten. He was the sole leader in this tournament up yep. until his bout with Wakamoto Haru. Oh, leave it up to Dick. He fought hard. Yeah. And like the, what is it? Um, Like the, the fall was very dramatic too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes up, up against Wakamoto Haru on day 11. The mm. youngest Waka brother, who I should have been honestly paying more attention to, but he, he does have some trouble getting a good grip on him at first, which allows Wakamoto Haru to just drive him out, giving him his first loss, as we said. Uh, but not knocking him out of the lead position. After his first loss, he was still in the lead. That defeat wouldn't come until the next day when he went up against the middle Waka brother, Waka Takakage, who managed to topple the Pitbull Prince from his lofty throne by tossing him down like a sack full of sun-baked Whataburger wrappers that he decided <laughs> had just spent far too long in the backseat of his car. <laughs> 
I didn't have the words, but you gave them to me. I, I, feel, that. You gave I, them to I feel like we're hearing a little bit of uh, life experience here. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, sun bleached Whataburger wrappers is very specific. <laughs> you go to pump the gas and you just look in the back seat and you're like, holy shit, how did that accumulate? You know? And then you got to get the shopping bag and just start filling it up. But anyway. <laughs> Poor Midori Fuji ended up actually losing every single one of his bouts after that. Yeah. Spirit was crushed. Ten straight wins and then not a single win for the last five days of the Basho. He tried, though. He really did. He, he didn't he really win on tried. day 15 either? Mm-mm. Nope. He fought Shodai on day 15. Shodai makes everyone look bad. <laughs> That's then, his specialty. He did. And then Shodai ended up with at a, what, 10 and 5? Shodai did end up at a 10 and 5. He did fairly well in this spa show. Honestly, I wish he could get more numbers like that as an Ozeki, but, you know. Well, and I'm saying this as somebody who fucking loves Shodai. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, unlike Justin Kizzert, who just I, I watched that Breakfast in the Boss show because like I that's one of the only things I could get on my work computer to watch the Boss show is uh, it lets Justin's live stream through. So mm -hmm. I watch it like about an hour after he does it. And then he just just besmirches Shodai left and right. I'm like, oh, every chance he gets. <laughs> So I was very convinced that Midori Fuji was going to win the U show because I wanted him to do so. Yes. <laughs> but it actually ended up going to uh, another one of my favorites. We'll talk about that in a minute. So for the last few days after Midori Fuji got knocked out of the lead, it actually looked like Daisho was going to be the likely Yusho winner. That, that's kind of what I thought. I was going to wake yeah. up and see Daisho like on all the websites. and. <laughs> but his last bout ended up being with Kiribayama, who had become the sole runner-up after a default win against Wakataka Kage when he pulled out the day prior. So the odds kind of seemed in Daisho's favor. You know, the only reason Kiribayama seemed to be in that position was because he got a gimme. So the last bout of the day, day 15, Kiribayama was at 11 and 3, and Daisho was at 12 and 2. So if Kiribayama won against Daisho, they would be forced into an immediate playoff. And of course, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> So just when it looked like Daisho had him, Kiribayama stepped off to the side and sent Daisho flying off of the dojo with a mighty Sukyotoshi push from behind. Oh, nice. They both received the Ginosho Technique Prize after this bout. And then, of course, strutted off to prepare for the playoff. Uh, did, did they ever strut? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> The playoff match is actually over rather quickly as Kiribayama executes another Tsukiyotoshi, dashing Daigeisho's Yusho dreams into the dirt of the dojo, and then promptly stomping on his hand for good measure. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh it was special. Aisha's poor fingers. It, it looked bad. But for whatever reason, the judges did call a mono e on this. It was pretty clear, though, that Daisha landed first. Otherwise, how the hell could Kiribayama have stepped on his hand? You know? So they obviously called it for Kiribayama, who looked like he was desperately trying to hold back tears and <laughs> couldn't even help but, like, start smiling at himself a little bit as he was walking away. Like, I think maybe it was a bit of a surprise for him, too. <laughs> but, oh, man, just he didn't mean to step on Daisho's hand, but that was kind of like pouring salt in Daisho's wound of losing mm -hmm. the show, you know? Yeah. It was just nuts. And you guys hadn't even gotten a chance to see that last bout yet, had you? No, mm -hmm. not yet. Oh, we're really excited to Any to thoughts see on that? Well, I think for me, on like day nine, Kiribayama was one of my favorite matches. The one he did with um, Ryudin. Right. Ooh, yeah. Rudin. Um it yeah. was the and it, we had just had um Kiko that day and Keiko. we Keiko, sorry. We just had Keiko that day and we were doing a lot of like, you know, like grip fighting and um and just like moving folks off your belt and stuff. So it just was really dope to just see how um how Kiri Bayama was like, nah, get the, you know, get off my belt. And and it was just it was dope. I really felt it makes sense that he won um, because definitely on day nine, I was like, oh, okay, I see you. I never thought he would win a, uh, a Basho. I never thought he'd Really? It's just my own personal opinion. <laughs> like, um, I have my favorites. I have my people. But Taimawashi, I never thought he was going to win, right? <sighs> like, I have my people. I'm always like, they're just, when the light is on them, they're going to come up short. And apparently I'm wrong. <laughs> I see. I doubt people. And that's why they win. <laughs> they got to prove you're wrong. <laughs> it, it's like the universe treats me like that, too. If I say something's going to happen, it never happens. That's why I'm so pessimistic all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's working out. Yeah. <laughs> whenever I whenever I got up and, you know, uh, I, I put a little bit of the box on i was running a slightly behind you know trying to get to keiko so i only watched up until uh hoku seho and who else was just having their slow waltz you know around the dojo <laughs> yeah but um i you know when i got to keiko i was like oh i forgot to look up and see who won when i opened up my phone and i saw kiribayama holding that big old emperor's cup i was like uh-uh <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I had to go back and like. I had to go to the uh, the JSA website and look at the d the day fifteen results. I'm like, what the? And I saw the what? What do you call it? the playoff? I'm like the playoff. What the hell? Yeah. And now now I got to go back. I still haven't actually seen the win yet. I haven't even okay. actually seen the bout. Yeah. I actually had it spoiled for me when my dumbass decided to scroll on Facebook a little bit before I put the Basho on, and the World of Sumo group had changed <laughs> their group banner to Kiribayama holding the trophy. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Scott Finley. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> it's fun. Because I how... still got to watch the action and, like, yeah. you know, experience that for the first time. It doesn't matter who wins. Well, it does matter, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I just don't want Scott Finley to give me shit for, like, saying that he spoiled the Basho for but, me. But, you know, his, that's, that's his whole thing. Scott Finley's thing is, hey, it's it's live on TV. The whole world's watching. No such thing as spoilers in sports. Yeah, that's, that's how Scott <laughs> Finley feels about it. Yeah, I'm very, very happy for Kiribayama. I'm glad he did end up uh, winning this tournament. And at the same time, I also hope that Daesho's fingers heal before the next one. Right. Um, <laughs> Probably going to come in with the claw. With the claw. Yeah, he's always with got the, the Dr. Zoidberg. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the Dr. Zoidberg. Hands. <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> You know, but, what's funny, I have to fight myself whenever I see Daesho going out with his, like, Ninja Turtle taped up pants doing the Dr. Zoidberg. And, and when, because, you know, he's a pusher thruster. So in my brain, I'm always like, whoop, 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 whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I have to make myself not do that out loud when I watch him fight. <laughs> So um, I did want to talk a little bit about how our new guys in Makuchi did. Oh, yeah. We had Boo Shozan, who was Maegashira 14, into the Basho at 5 wins, 10 losses. Oh. Hokuseiho, who was Maegashira 15, into the Basho at Bashu into the Basho at nine wins, five losses. And then Kin Bozon. Mm. I was surprised at maybe not surprised, but I was happy for him for how well he did. Mayashira 14 into the Basho with 11 wins, four losses. That's insane. Um, That's insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and he ended up winning the Kanto Show Fighting Spirit Prize. Nice. Uh, man, you see, also sure you scouted out a good one. Mm-hmm. No, he knows he knows what uh, what to look for. So, did you guys have any thoughts about this Basho overall? Um, I want to always give praise to Uda, who you can see is oh, yeah. right over there. He um he started doing his Uda magic right around the middle of the Basho, but he started off like super like low good pushing thrusting hand position i was like what am i what am i watching i'm watching like yeah. i'm watching like big like oshi sumo from uda i'm like all right where, where are we gonna go from here and then he brought in that extra magic but i can see i can see a change from him i can see that he's like kind of hungry for it midori fuji kind of broke his spirit a little bit there's a oh. few people that broke his spirit in there but He's he's he keeps coming up. He's keeps coming up. I think the next Basho we're gonna see some magic from him again. See, it's, I've I've always um, seen him do a lot of uh, acrobatic, you know, like wacky, wavy arm, inflatable tube man kind of movements. It seemed you know? like yeah. Basho. He was focusing a lot more on like fundamentals. Yeah, I was about to say this Basho was he just did good sumo. He just yeah. like focused on yeah. good form, and it really did do a lot of well, did a lot of good for him. I was like, yeah, Uda especially with like how low he gets with his hips and his, yeah. his frame with his hands, everything was perfect. He'd almost like pop up and be like, Hey, what's up? Right? <laughs> They're kind of start engaging. And it was really good, really calculated against some really good Rikishi. Yeah. When he gets that Tachi eye, he's got to get that weird hop when he Tachi eyes sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's got like a weird touchy eye against Ura, and we definitely saw some more of that this Basho as well. If you give Ura too much, that's when he does his magic. Oh yeah. You have to like you have to like stutter it. So they both kind of pop up and they're like, What are you doing? 
<laughs> oh, who was that fight? I, I just, I don't know why this popped in my mind. I think I was thinking of Uda and his flourishing finishes, but I, I was remembering Ochi, this fight that Ochi had in Juria, where he did this, uh, he flopped this dude down. He kind of did like the fat man flop, but the centrifugal force kind of made him do like this little spin. And at the end of his spin, he totally just like slicked oh, his yeah, hair back. Oh yeah, he like slicked his hair back. <laughs> oh yeah, who was that with? I'm gonna have to go back and look for that, but that was a good one too. Yeah, sure. I just I just love that win. It was just such a great win. Just dumps the dude off at the Tawara, just centrifugal force and then whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> the doggy. he did <laughs> Christina any last thoughts on this ball show well the I got a I got a special place in my heart as, as uh, Taka Yasu was like losing I was like oh I was like okay I'll I'll fall in love with some losers um they say I think yeah, it was it was painful watching my yeah. guy go through. But every time he lost, he tried to bring people down with him, and it it was just uh just just the something I'm definitely gonna be looking out for. You know, looking out for the the next one to see how maybe some of the folks who who struggled a little bit in this one uh dominate or get closer to winning the next one. But that was really cool. Basically, everyone said to uh uh Bushel's on. Uh, yeah, yeah, shows on was really nice to 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 watch too. Um, on uh on day eleven, I I like the the energy, lots okay. of lots of fighting. And I think we both like we're really feeling Aoyama, like Aoyama. We love him, we love him, but he needs to like really go. He just needs to go. He just <laughs> won't go. And he likes to play on the outside and then step out. And then one time he stepped out before the other, just like the heel of his foot. I think oh. it was like day two or something. I, like I remember that. It's just like the back of it just kind of sank down. A little yeah. Bit. And I'm like, oh man. And you can see like in, from previous Bashos that he likes to do that a lot. I think he was depending on it way too much on this one. And then towards the end of the Basho, he started like trying to get up out there and then he slipped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He actually uh, had 14, a. I think he slipped. He had a bout with Midori Fuji. Uh, I well, I want to say it was on like day eight or nine or something like that. But it comes off the Tachi eye, real fucking aggressive. Gives him like the forearm blast, you know. And then by the end of the bout, he just kind of lets Midori Fuji push him out. He just kind of you know steps out backward himself on purpose, almost not on purpose, but like he was. He had given up by that point. He had already yeah. run out of steam. And maybe that's part of what Aoyama has going on is just uh, not as much stamina as yeah. he used to have, you know? I mean, it takes a lot of fuel to run a big Dan, you know? He's a... Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That is definitely true. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this Basha review. Do you guys have any uh, cool shit on the horizon? Anything you want to highlight? Any shout outs? You go. Um, practice, practice, practice. We yeah. have practice every Saturday in San Diego. Uh, thank you to uh, Sensei Seth. That video you put out there was dope. We've had people coming in, coming uh, to try out sumo. So oh, yeah. let's keep the sport growing. Yeah. Yeah. Plus one. Oh, plus one. Oh, oh, yeah. Congrats to Kelly. Oh, yeah. hello. Yes. Yes. 
is so happy. And you know when when Kelly's winning, also our beautiful Brenda is winning too. So yes. excited about yes. um excited about Kelly going to worlds. Definitely like We're, have to party, like party celebrate and be up there to to practice. Yeah. So just congrats to all the all the women too who made it to the world. We're going to be in Tokyo. Yeah. Oh um, hell yeah. To watch the tournament. Um, you know, so if anybody has an after party or wants to party, we're all there too. <laughs> Come, let's get it going. Let's do it. I love it. Yeah. Thank nice. You always for letting us come on and, and hang out with you all. So no yeah. problem. No problem at all. We love having you guys on. You're always so much fun. And hopefully we'll see you again soon. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the episode. Before we leave, we'd like to announce that, yes, we finally did it. We released a new design <laughs> on our Redbubble store. You can buy a new Sumo Punks t-shirt now. Well, it doesn't say Sumo Punks on it. It actually says, Sumo Butts Drive Me Nuts. <laughs> and it's just a nice Sankyo, you know, with the... Yeah. Yes, nice Sankyo nice with a nice uh, double bubble, very prominent in the middle. And why did you have to make his face look kind of uncannily like Enho? It was an accident. <laughs> I can't help it that Enho has such a an alluring face. <laughs> but you know where to find us online. We're all over the social medias. Spell sumo punks with an X. It's punk sumo on Twitter because I fucked up the Twitter. And we're there, you know, to harass everybody. That's that's what we do. Yeah harassment <laughs> also if you like this episode go ahead and give us five stars it helps other people who might also like our episodes find us even easier and until next time bye, bye. Okay, that's enough. <laughs>